Hello and welcome to the show. Wait, did you clear your throat? No. <laughs> do I need to? <clears throat> do I do that every episode or something? I feel like it's just in the cards. <laughs> I feel weird. Everybody does. Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bare their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a drink, drink sometime. sometime. Alright, well welcome to the show. My name is Sam. I'm Angela and today we're going to talk about... Coronavirus some Corona more. 3. So, yeah, look, I think that we should do this quarterly. I've said that to you. Um, yeah. And, like, I'm actually looking forward to March um, edition. I, I had a good idea from a friend who said oh. that we should do it by, like, month by month. Um, so I yeah, think that I think that's a good idea. A year in COVID, like, let's do that. Um, but for now, let's uh, let's go with our show notes because we don't waffle anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we always waffle. What are you talking about? <laughs> we don't waffle anymore. <laughs> well... <laughs> First thing is first. What are you drinking? I am drinking. It's also a red blend, if you should know. <laughs> of course, of course. Of course. It's if nothing, I am consistent. Um, it's Noble Wines Collection Marquee Red. It is a red blend from California 2018. It says over centuries, exceptional wine has proven to come from the noblest of vine stock. Ooh. I know it has some Latin on it, so that means it's really fancy and distinguished. <laughs> so fancy. And distinguished. And distinguished. Um, my boyfriend bought it for me, um, because you know he knows I like a blend, and he's a pleaser. Right. So he did a good job. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I am drinking. Uh, I, I can't. I'm looking at the title of this beer, and it seems like it's one of those things like umlaut or, you know, some weird, like, uh, um, literature pronunciation thing. Okay. But it's like eschaton, eschaton, eschaton. Eschaton. Eschaton? Yeah. I don't I mean, know. You can, you can see it. I, I don't, but anyway. That's chatting. That's chatting. That's <laughs> <laughs> chatting. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a bourbon barrel aged Belgian style quadruple ale. Um, it's by Wild Heaven. It's uh, it's it's interesting because Wild Heaven is an, an Atlanta brewery, and they're literally right down the street from where I grew up. And back in the day, where when I grew up in Stone Mountain. Uh, you would never go to Avondale Estates. It was a super bad part of town. Um, but now, apparently, it's like all hipster and shit. That's what um, happens. Yeah. Those hipsters not transform places. I guess they're good for something. They start with um, coffee, beer, and wine. <laughs> and their coffee um, has, like, weird contraptions where, like, it goes through various parts of glasses oh. that are weird shaped. You know what? I like I have... hipsters. I had, I don't, I had, um... I do, I do, I like hipsters. Oh, gosh. Okay, that's fine. Um, I didn't I say I, I like a... emo. I said I like hipsters. Like, <laughs> what is your problem? 
<laughs> with with hipsters? <laughs> yes. Stop being such a shit. What's wrong with you? You're a musician. <laughs> I think I think maybe I think hipsterdom has changed over the years. It's gotten better. And, okay. That, that, okay, that makes more sense because the original uh, incarnation of hipsterdom was horrible. I think they're so. just cool, laid-back people that are agreeable and they're doers. Like they do stuff that, and like okay. ahead of other people, they're hip. You know what I mean? So, they're... so are they still like, um, like, uh, okay? For instance, you know, a shameless plug to our Queen's Gambit episodes. We're not if, waffling. If, if you were no, we're not at all. If you were talking to a hipster and you're yeah. like, "Oh man, I love the Queen's Gambit," the hipsters I know, or at least the hipsters from my time, would be like, "Oh, that television show is—I don't know—it's I don't watch it because it's it's too popular." <laughs> They'd be like, "I'm actually a chess player." So I understand <laughs> everything that's happened there, and I'm not very dazzled by the show at all. Oh wow, that's that's like almost worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd be like, I watched it the first day it came out, and you're like way late mm-hmm. because you made your episode about it six weeks later. Like right. they're on it, they're okay. on it, and they also guess... smoke a little pot, so they're a right. little late. But I don't smoke pot because. Um, I'm way too chill for pot. <laughs> I just wow. no. I'm re- I know I'm really sensitive. I can't smoke pot. Um, but I think that you know they're cool, bruh. Like they're cool. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give them a chance. I have a client right. that's a hipster because I you know I work with real estate agents, but he's right. also a hipster. It is the most amazing combination ever, ever. A hipster I'm a big... real estate agent. Yes, that's, go, that's Jeremy. I like you. You got it. He is huh. a great client to have for sure. Okay. Yeah, he like thinks of these really great innovative ways to you know market and together you know we sort of you know dream team this thing out and he's got you know he's got good ideas and um, I give him ideas and he's always game because you know what like he's ahead of the curve. Um, right. And he's like because he's hipster he not only is great at making coffee but he's great at doing his job um like it's in him to be like a great agent um okay he's got long hair normally you know he's not like does he keep it in a man bun i i think that i wouldn't put that past him to be honest um Mm -hmm. but um if you look at his website photo it's down it's a little jesus-like um, mm. but, but not mm. unkempt, you know? <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, we don't waffle anymore. So. We don't waffle anymore. <laughs> but Jeremy, hipster Jeremy real estate agent, you bring me faith in the hipsters. Go, Jeremy. <laughs> we, we 100% support Jeremy on this podcast. I support any agent that has style. Like, Every agent, you know, you sort of think of, like, the profile, and the majority of them look the same. But I think what's really interesting about real estate agents is that you don't actually have to adhere to any dress code at all. 
at all. Sure. You can yeah. do it and make it the way you want it to be done. And that is what people begin to know you as. Mm. You know, like, you're the Asian that I wears see. the Hawaiian shirts. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like that. Like, do it up. Be you. Sell some houses. <laughs> Right. So it's uh, it's been a couple months since at this point. Well, we are gonna try and do this once a month uh, since we've had a COVID episode. Smooth and, transition. Um, we did that. It was really good. Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and of course. We said quarterly. Things are, things are worse. No, you said a monthly earlier. No, I, I said on, I have it on tape. You said quarterly, but then you said someone convinced you to do it monthly. No, I said for the annual episode, which would be, you know, the fourth quarter, we would, the idea would be to go through it, like, month by month, do the monthly, like, in February, I thought I was going to die. In April, we thought, (laughs) we're still going to die. In May, it got a little warmer, so there was hope. And by August, you know what I mean, like, month by month. Okay, everyone look forward to that episode. <laughs> In March, I thought we were going to die. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Almost year-round, I still think, shit, I hope we don't die. Right. Um, I'm doing the best I can. Oh, gosh. But you anyway. Need to, you, need, you need to move to Georgia. Things are not that bad here. I mean, they're bad, but they're not. I don't, don't know. tell me to move to Georgia. I have the beach in my backyard, dude. I don't. I don't care. You should. You should come over and hang out. Anyway, so I do want to are... hang out. I know. If you get tested so... and I get tested, we can hang out. That's fine. I'll get tested tomorrow. Okay. All um, right. I'll get in the car. Take so... a drive. <laughs> so. Uh... COVID now, things are worse. We had a record 4,400 deaths in a single day uh, last week, and a record a couple weeks ago of new cases per day of 280,000. That's in the U.S. That's the U.S. only. Um, we were looking at things earlier. Um, we were. A couple numbers I just wanted to throw out there. Worldwide, um, 99.1 million total cases. That's that's we are we are approaching a hundred million cases. Oh, no. and, Unbelievable. Yeah, and worldwide that that is that is costing us 2.13 million lives. That's insane to me. That's insane. so insane. It's the saddest. It's unreal. Like you can't contest the validity of how impactful this is and you think you know i i don't think that i thought that i would live in a time where there would be a pandemic i definitely didn't think my kids would know it and i i definitely remember when all this started them sort of looking at me like what do we do mama and i was like i don't know kids and i (sighs) gosh what a horrible feeling it, I mean, like, we're not meant to know everything, but I certainly don't know this. Um, yeah, you know, it's an I mean, experience that I've never lived through before, that my parents didn't live through um, until, you know, my dad's still alive. Um, right. And, you know, we're still trying to, particularly in America, because we don't have any cohesion, and I know we're going to talk about that, but we're still trying to, to like come to terms with what's going to be around for a long time, mm-hmm. what we're trying to do right, and what is certainly wrong. 
Um, and unfortunately, there are very differing ideas on, on what that looks like. And to a degree, you can, you know, agree to disagree. But to others, you, it's like, come on, get it together. Get it the fuck together. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just unreal. The testing, um, you know, I think they've done a really good job in certain states of rolling testing out. I happen to live in one of those states. I can go drive down the road and get tested and, um, you know, uh, it's, it's easy. Like go get tested and don't, you know, wait your three days and right. don't go anywhere until you know so, for certain. Yeah. So I, I wonder if, cause you live in a very blue state. I do. Traditionally. And I live in a traditionally red state. Traditionally, but... Yeah. Apart from this this recent election. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, my mom, I think it's interesting that you have such an easy time getting tested because of my mom and my sister, who is intellectually disabled, they've spent, like, two weeks trying to get appointments. And I guess... Are they looking at, like, various different places, or how does that work there? Um, I think so. I don't really know. Okay. Because I don't want to talk about my mom in this episode, but I've had to yell at her a couple times <laughs> over this whole stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's looked at, I know she's looked at several different, uh, places and, um, but it's just interesting. I, I it's like you live in a traditionally blue state. I, I live in a tra- traditionally red state. Traditionally. And yeah, except for the last election. Woo woo. Um, so I, I just I just wonder if that's kind of part of it, and that's hampering us in in Georgia. That's hampering us. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see some sort of data that talks about like compares testing from state to state, and are the blue. Right states or the stereotypical blue states have more opportunity to get tested than the red states. Um, and this is part of a longer, larger, larger conversation about, you know, accessibility. Um, and like, you know, when you defer resources down to a state level and the lack of cohesion that we have, you know, I could spend the whole episode sort of bitching and complaining on that endeavor. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I do believe that testing needs to be free and accessible, and that is not, uh, that's not a rapid, because the rapid has been proven to not be nearly as, right. predict, well, you know. It's as, 50%. Yeah, yeah, and, um, you know, and a lot of this has a lot to do with timing, you know, um, you have to, to, to be symptomatic to get tested, and even then, you can still get to you can get still get to early. So the point is, is to make it so accessible that you can be diligent. Um, because if you have it, then thirty other people have it. You know what right. I mean? Because it spreads so 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 easily. And the point is, is to stop thinking about am I sick? Am I sick? The point is to think about who am I getting sick? Who am I right. putting at risk? Because you might be able to take it, but like we're looking at yeah. a massive death toll, and you don't want that on you. Um, and I think it needs to be, you know, I think you can you can shake your finger at you know how this the testing and the vaccine the vaccination have disseminated, but you also have to you know do the best that you can 
and you're yeah. and be responsible. <clears throat> and trust yeah. me, it's not easy. Like, you know, we're all sort of struggling. I, I mean, I think, you know, we talked about it last August. We had some positive spins on it, like how, you know, people are banding together and, um, you know, parts of it has made us like more understanding and, um, empathetic. Um, and, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that's not true any longer because it's absolutely still the truth. Um, but we're all worn really thin, you know, school yeah. is on and off. Our resources are different, you know, for care and, you know, mental health is hard. Um, and you know, you look at other countries in the world that have sort of tackled this thing and they're not reliant on a vaccination. They burn this fucker out. They stay inside until it's done and they have right. very cohesive <clears throat> plans. So the plan isn't, you know, the vaccination, although um, necessary, you know, like if, if they'll do it if they need to, it's not going to be the one plan that's going to fix this one problem. Um, and we can do better. Most other countries, though, have more of a social uh, safety net than America does, at least. What do you mean? Like, well, like, you know, um, you hear stories of, like, in the UK, like, a janitor gets three weeks of vacation a year. You know, yeah. like, there, there's, there's more of an understanding of... Absolutely, there's better, res there's better, you know, time constraints, you're, you're right. not, you know, people are going to work because they need to go to work, and that needs to be understood. I, I think that, you know, like, if you get tested for corona, then you should be paid to stay home. Um, well, so yeah, that's that's the big like Canada. They were giving their citizen every citizen was getting two thousand Canadian dollars a month mm -hmm. every month. So for the past twelve months, and I'm not you know, America has so far giving given what six hundred and then six hundred. I think so, yes. Some, you know, over the point of a year. <laughs> you know, and I'm not I'm not saying it's good or bad, it's just it's a difference of culture. It's a difference, you know, if if the UK wants to completely shut down, they can, but they're going to give their people something because of that. And right. America, right. we can't shut down because if we do, then our entire economy collapses because we're not going to give people money to live and be alive. I mean, there's there's no question, like, you know, I, I choose to live in America. I, I've made that choice, and I, I love being an American. I'm very mm -hmm. patriotic like that. Um, but there's no question that you have more time off. You have a better value for life, you know, right. with the way that it's elsewhere. I mean, I don't think not everyone recognizes that, but, like, you know, like people have a baby and they're off for eight months. We don't have that here. We're, we're right. struggling to get people, you know, mothers three months off, like to look at this realistically. Um, and, and that needs to happen. And, you know, maybe that's the culture culture shift here. I, I don't know. I think that stuff would have been talked about a little bit earlier in this if we had a different kind of administration running this thing. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, like we need to look at this realistically. We can't be as present. Um and, you know, there is a lot of shifts. Like, everyone is working from home. And it's working. And it's fine. Yeah. 
that that's um, that's been a really interesting thing for me because I never understood like my my mother, she works in payroll for a big power company in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and like I've always you know, Atlanta is one of those cities where everyone lives like 30 to 40 miles outside of the city. Yep. And traffic is horrible and you're always driving two hours to work and, you know, obviously it's gas. And it's, I'm just like, you know, why don't you work from home? Well, they don't allow us to work from home. It's like, that's stupid because your job doesn't actually entail you to go anywhere. You right. know what I mean? Right. And so this whole time, the past whole year, she's been working for home, from home and um, the company she works for is like, oh, um, everyone's been much more productive now. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't There's have no to interruptions. In. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, because you go to work and you're like, oh, you know, hey, George, uh, did you have a good weekend? And, you know, every time you go to the bathroom, you're passing by seven people and they're like, hey, how are you doing today? And hey, how's your family? And it's like, no, you wake up, you do your job and you get your shit done and you go to bed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. And that's that's actually one of the good things about all this is that, peop- you know, companies are, are are realizing like, oh, Americans aren't some lazy sacks of shit. And no, we, we work really, really hard. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, look do. at it down the line where like, you know, um, like big cities change because of this. You know, you can yeah. actually buy property, you know, 70 miles outside of a city, you know, an hour and a half, two hours away right. and live cheaper and have a better yep. quality of life. And, um, you know, that empowers communities that we couldn't touch before. And I think that that is really, really inspiring. Um, you know, there's a different opinion on from one person to the next in this, but like there are going to be good things about this that make, um, life more livable and realistic in in a current way. And maybe we needed, we obviously, we certainly didn't need a death toll like this by right. any means, but yeah. maybe we uh, did need a reset, you know, to look at, um, you know, what our lives should look like. Um, and, you know, like I said, you know, from, from cities, um, you know, more livable conditions and values and, you know, down to like a very micro perspective about mm-hmm. understanding, you know, a human and they may not have the same views as you, but it's worth it to entertain, to talk about, and to have dialogue around. So you you mentioned in the I guess I'll call it the pre-show. To, pre-show. To sound, to sound fancy for our our, our audience. Yes. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned that you were nervous about the uh, new variants, and that's one thing that. That did not. The last time we talked about this in Riding with Rona Part Two, mm-hmm. there were no variants, and I'm 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 just curious because you seem genuinely like, oh crap, this thing. I, I just want you to talk about that for a second. Look, I think mind. that there's no. I don't mind. I think that there's some shock value out there, you know. And I think, I I think. I mean, the flu has variants. Um, right. Every and we, year. Every year, it's never the same thing twice, and they. They do a cocktail and it's like a frosty. What are you doing? 
<laughs> Nothing. Just keep talking. Um, you know, every year it's sort of like a hope and a prayer, you know? Do we get the cocktail right, right? and is it going to save people? Um, that is the way it's going to be here. Um, you know, this thing evolves. Um, right. And so we're putting out a lot of money, you know. Uh, you know, pharmaceuticals are, we're making this thing very, hopefully, very... Um, what is the word I'm trying to use where it can, what the hell's the word I'm brain dead. Um, <laughs> you know, it's very accessible. It's very accessible to, yeah. to everybody, but if it takes, you know, 10 months for this thing to roll out and we're oh, working right. with a different it variant. Changes. Yeah. I think like, oh, that'll suck. Does it mean that that one's deadly? I fucking hope not. Like that would be well, the absolute worst. Cause this, but, the, the virality of it. And how far and fast it travels is is just unreal. It is. Well, if it makes you feel better, so the the, the two new variants. Um, so there's always going to be variants, and this isn't the first variant. It's just the two new variants are the ones that have. So for the past year, we've seen coronavirus have like one or two mutations. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and the one specifically, the only one I know about is specifically the one in London or England mm -hmm. where that, that one has 20 mutations, which is slightly alarming because it's not one or two. It's literally 20. Right. I don't know about the, the African one. I don't know how many mutations that one has. There's but, one in India, too. Well, anyway, the but the thing is about the mutations is that this these are not the first mutations that we've seen. No. It's it's just the alarming thing is how many mutations in the virus it has. But right now, um, the mutations are not affected, or the, the, the mutations haven't affected the efficacy of the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And it's, if, if, if I could, I'm going to plug, um, it's okay to be smart, which is a YouTube channel. Um, they have an, a wonderful episode on the vaccine and how vaccines work. And, and it, it's just a cool little thing. And it's, it's literally like the little spike on the coronavirus little, you, you, you know, the picture of the coronavirus, right? I do. Oh, yeah. It's got the, the, the sphere and it's got all these little spikes coming off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the spike is the important part because that's that's the thing that latches on to your your immune system or your body, and um, if that spike changes, that's where the mutations come into. If mm -hmm. it changes too much, then your body doesn't recognize it anymore. Right. But so mm -hmm. so far, the mutations, even at twenty mutations from the the England one. It, the spike hasn't changed, and so the vaccine still recognizes the mutation as like, okay, cool, I'm still gonna kill you. So okay, a little a little bright side to the that mutation. is a bright side. Whew, I'm breathing. I'm yeah. breathing. <laughs> I'm breathing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as look, I think that there's two ways to go. I think you can go the route um, where some countries have been really effective where you just start it and you know, you wear a fucking mask cause that actually right. works. Um, and the other, the other way is to rely on a vaccination. And if this thing is um, mutating at such a rate, you know, it gets a little, it's a little scary because we have to sort of at some point look at like what will work, 
like rather than just saying, okay, well, we'll be super careful and not catch it. This thing is we're all going to catch it. I, I, I get tested regularly. I've, I think by this time I've been tested four or five times. Okay, um, I was going to ask you how many times have you been tested? Yeah, I mean, look, anytime I have to be around someone else, I get tested because I would hate for someone else to get sick. I mean, my kids haven't been – my son's going just back to school tomorrow, and I, I've done that because – I mean, it's really sad, actually. He looked at me two weeks ago, and he said, I feel really lonely in my head. Oh, man. And I thought, oh. all right. I know. And I thought, you know what? Oh, You're going back to school. <laughs> That's it, because he needs friends, and he needs to see people. And I've kept him inside uh. since November. You know, not inside. Like, we've gone to the grocery store. Yeah. And, you know, we went home for Christmas and, you know, like his school had closed in November. And then right. after being full time, they did not do the hybrid. They weren't right to shut. And then um, they put them back in school two weeks before Christmas. And I was like, I can't do that because it was just sort of just shy of two weeks. And I needed I needed um, to make sure that we were safe for my sister to go back for Christmas. Um, right. And I wanted the test to be accurate. So I said, no, we'll go back after January. Um, and so this was this is sort of us going back now. Um, and But, yeah, he said, I feel really lonely in my head. And I was like, that's it. We're going back. Oh, gosh. And, like, I know there's been no spreading at the school because they're really diligent and I feel really safe. But at the same rate, yeah. it's like it's not, you know – it's you're only doing the best you can. You can't guarantee anything. The only way to guarantee it is to starve it off so it's so rare. You know what I mean? But this thing is right. everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, you know, we're actually safer when we starved it off before, you know, because we, we gave it a whirl, but we quit too early. Um, right. But, like, you know, barely anyone had this thing in March. Now it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. How many people do you know that have had it? Countless. Countless. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. so interesting to me because, again, it's it's one of those. Some, I mean, most of those people are, are online, and a lot of those people are in okay. Virginia. I've only known uh, one person personally in Connecticut to have it, and that's my best friend, actually. Um, but I've known countless people in Virginia to have it. Um, I guess I know more than – now that I think about it, I know more than – most of Amy's family has had it in Louisiana and Indiana. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I, I guess I just focus in on, on Georgia. Yeah. I know that's, I know that's weird to say, but it's like, okay, the state I'm in, like, this is where I live. This is what's affecting me. Yeah. Not to be like a, a dick about anyone else that lives out of state. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's literally um, two people I know personally have had it mm -hmm. in Georgia, but, um, I have family in Rhode Island. They've all had it. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I do hear stories of like, so Anna, Anna has her, she, she takes dance and there's a, a little girl who is a, in, in the same dance class. And <clears throat> she hasn't come to dance class like half the time mm -hmm. because, She's in quarantine. Yep. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So it's not, you know, I, I say I only know two people personally, but like there's these uh, secondary knowings, I guess. That's like, oh yeah, this person and this person. But yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah, a contact of a contact, I mean, is even more than a, than that. And we've actually quarantined for that a couple times, but we've not been asked to because you only are meant to quarantine from a contact. But I just thought, you know what? Right. By the time you know, uh, it's too late. You know what I mean? So, like, a couple times we just said, let's just leave it. And, yeah. You know, but... I mean, I could talk about the viral shedding of... I mean, I could, I, I could get into detail about how this thing works and why it's so contagious and deadly but i don't know if we have time for that yeah well i mean you can give a little blurb right if if, if it helps I mean, anyone to have any clear idea okay. so you know okay. i mean real teach quickly. me yeah real quickly because i did this research months ago so the difference between like let's take the common flu because there's a lot of people out there who are like oh covid's just the flu so the flu when you catch the flu, so there's there's a there's a difference, there's a time delay between when you get a disease and you show symptoms, right? Yeah. And so when you catch the flu and you show symptoms of the flu, there's also when you're contagious. So yeah. when you catch the flu, it's about two days before you show symptoms, but then two days when you are contagious. So even though you've had the flu for two days, you're not contagious yet. Right. It's only when you show symptoms that you're contagious. And by that point, you're going to work and you're sneezing and you got a rag on your, your nose and you're like, oh, I don't feel very well. You know, stay away from me. And everyone stays away from you. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun. COVID is completely different. So there is some debate either it's immediately or within 24 hours that you're that the virus is shedding so you've caught the disease you were contagious within 24 hours but you don't even know you have symptoms for five days mm -hmm. so you're going around for four at least, days at least right yeah you're going around hugging people kissing people, whatever, touching stuff, and you have no idea. It, it's completely different because, again, with the flu, when you have, when you show symptoms, that's when you're contagious. With COVID, you're contagious on average four days before you even show any symptoms, and that's the dangerous part. Right. That's the dangerous right. part about COVID. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's insane. Um, you know, the odds, just the way that it is, are sort of stacked against you. And it, it has to be taken so, yeah. so seriously. You know, you have to be so cognizant of what the risk is to others. Um, you know, and I think, you know, if you can sacrifice and stay home, then stay home. And I've tried that, and we've done that for a while. And I'm still keeping my daughter home, but, you know, my son's got to go, and 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 that's okay um yeah. but you know he'll wear a mask all day and we don't do sports we're not doing after school things because you know we don't need to um you know they're not like highly competitive you know mm -hmm. it'll be okay we'll 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 work it out um you know we do as little as we possibly can and see as little people as possible i can't wait for the day that you know this is this is made a turned a corner you know and i'm i'm hopeful like there's a new administration in now thank goodness um yeah 
you know, like I get on my feet on Facebook and it's like, here's a new thing we're doing now, guys. And like, I think we're going to see a lot of that. And, and that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds really, yeah. really good. Well, it's helpful that the new administration believes in science yep. as opposed to the old administration. Yep. And that's, that's the thing. You know, I've told many people this. It's like, if, if the Trump administration had look and it's interesting because several republican um senators and house people took this seriously mm -hmm. um if trump had taken this seriously and actually done something about it yeah i probably would have voted for him like but that's just not how it worked out you know like he just completely ignored it but anyway um, yeah, we have a new administration. And I mean, you, believe... what you're saying is that, like, this is your one. Of, I mean, the, at least the way that I interpret it is that this is a very pressing issue, and he could have he right. wrote this. Oh, he could have. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, he and he completely. It just didn't work failed. out that way. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, he just to the point where he's it. like, like promoted the opposite message, which is don't worry about it, even though people are dying. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. how he, callous. He, if, if, if he would have taken it seriously, mm -hmm. he would have won the election. I absolutely, absolutely 100% absolutely. believe that. Yep, yep. yep. I mean, it, it's almost like an FDR-type moment. Oh, I mean, statistically speaking, anytime there's a national crisis in the U.S. and the, right. and the president... Um, treats it seriously and makes a, a change on it, they're always reelected for a second term. Right. Always. This is, I think this might be the first time that, <laughs> that in a national crisis, the president hasn't been reelected. You couldn't, yeah. you, you might get me wrong, but like, I mean, my major was political science. I studied, you know, why people were reelected for second terms. And at mm. the time that I did this, you know, in, 2007, six-ish, right in there. Um, you know, like we're talking about um, Bush and 9/11 and and things right. like that. Anytime there has been a national crisis, there there's always been a re-election. And look at us yeah. now. But well, no, look at us now. We have an administration that accepts science. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like Trump, literally like fired the science people and, and now uh, they're back and now they're back hey hey fauci and, and uh i think things are looking up for us you know what i mean so yep we're yep. we're gonna we're gonna see what happens we're we're it's a new administration it's a new year and we you know things are still bad but we, we have more hope than we did three months ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we have the hope of change and transformation. Yeah. And the ability to yeah. have dialogue and, like, a cohesive plan about actually what works. You know, yeah. masks are a good example of this. You know, we've been wearing masks like Spanish flu. We've been wearing masks for 100-plus years. Right. Nothing changes. They actually work. Wear the mask. <sighs> All right. So, um, I think, let's see, where are we? Are we ready for the obsession of the week? I mean, let's have a little fun. 
after wear the mask. Oh. <laughs> okay. Fun, fun. Obsession of the week. Go ahead. Um, to be completely nerdy, I think my obsession of the week is WandaVision, the new Disney Plus television show. I've seen this beautiful Elizabeth Olsen surfing my Facebook ads. Right. Um, like I could probably talk like another 20 minutes about this. I'm not going to, cause we're at the end of the episode, but clearly, listen, we so... clearly have done TV shows. If you need me to watch it so we can do another episode, <laughs> I brought you in to the queen's gambit. So, you right. know, like call on me, man, call on, I hate superhero shit, but I'll do it for you. <laughs> cause I love well, you friend. <laughs> I love, <laughs> and I love you. Um, the thing about WandaVision, though, like, th- there's, there's clearly okay. Real quick, so yeah. where this takes place in the MCU, Vision is dead. Like he doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering if WandaVision. Is more of like the, uh, um, like his name's Vision, mm-hmm. but it's also like an old school sort of 50s, which is where we start in the, uh, the, the, the TV show, WandaVision. It's, it's, it's like what she wants to see. Listen to me. If you get to the end of that show and it's like all taken away, do you know what I mean? I hate those shows where it's like, uh, there was like a Christmas one, All I Want for Christmas or something like that. Right. And like I mean, the whole show is about this like love that she has and it's all imaginary. I'll just lose it for you. So I, I, I really hope it's not that because I, I hate those sort of tropes. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like there's something going on and there's like these, uh, there, there's two points. So the first episode ends with a uh, very modern, like uh, someone is watching the sh- the quote unquote TV show, mm-hmm. uh, and then the second one ends with like it's like this uh, subliminal like Wanda, who's doing this to you? Yeah. Sort sort of moment. Yeah. Um, so it's very intriguing. It's intriguing because you watch this and you. So the whole the whole premise of the show is that Wanda and Vision are in different TV show. Like the first episode is uh, um, what is it? Uh, not Mary. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Mary. Mary. Uh, damn it! I can't remember the show. Mary Tyler Moore. It's not that. It's the one that she did with Dick Van Dyke. The Dick Van Dyke show? I guess, because back then the man was more important. Boo. So, yeah. So it would, the first one was the Dick Van Dyke show. The mm-hmm. second one, I can't remember what that was. The third one is the Brady Bunch. Yeah. But they're going through history with these shows. And what's interesting is that these are the shows that Wanda would have watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we could do a whole nother episode on it. This so is we're really not gonna... weird. Yeah, it is. So anyway, so what's your obsession of the week? 
Um, I play darts with my kids. Um, nice. It's a magnetic, you know, uh, okay. sort of little jobby, and um, we use Mira's um, gymnastics mat to give it a little height. <laughs> Okay. On top of the 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 sort of like cabinet dresser thing, and um, you know we're horrible, but it's like all we have to hold on to in this life. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know when you've had dinner and not circulated and not done anything different with your life for like months, um, you have to play games during dinner to have any kind of like socialization together um gotcha. so you know that starts with my kids um that's us making the absolute best of it so um you know i, I really want to come over and play darts with you my son's getting really good at math too like he's like so that's 331 yeah. plus 42 and you're like oh yeah okay you knew that all right <laughs> um you know nice. you double this and you triple that and that's awesome um so, yeah, come on over, play darts. Yeah. Obsession of the week, darts with my kids. Oh, gosh. Can I give you a, a real dartboard? Because that would make my day. You can, except I'm in a rental, and I can't, I, I mean, I've gladly accepted gift anytime. Yeah. Uh, but I can't, I can't, that's the problem, is that I can't nail it in, so... Uh, it would can... have to be something that has like a stand. Okay, so I have to build you. I have to build you a stand. That's a dartboard. <laughs> and I have to drive it up to you. If anyone oh. can do it, it's you. <laughs> You're way too kind to me. <laughs> and I love you for that. Oh, All right. You. So I think that's pretty good. We I went. think it's good. We have to, what yeah. do we do? So, like, we said, uh, just to, like, make it clear, we do the real, you know, like, perspective episodes, and then we do a light and lively. So we have to think about what our next light and lively is. If um, anyone wants to comment on the next episode. Yeah, give us something that is, um, you know, sustaining us in COVID times. Oh. Like, what is a fun thing we can do it? I do think that we should do Family Among Us and, like, tape that oh, with video. Yeah. I think that would be really fun. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. We can figure that out. We can. All right. Well, this is fun. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a good night uh, or morning or afternoon or whenever you listen to this oh thanks and, yeah all the times and hang in there people we're time. gonna get through this shit <laughs> fucking hard we're gonna do it covid will end eventually <laughs> if you like what you hear please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us give us a review on apple Podcasts and google play to let others know what other people are missing out on be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around. <laughs>